Hello, and welcome to the Paul Cardall Podcast. Hello, everybody. I wanted to bring on my dear friend, Fouad Masri. And uh, the reason being is because of the conflict that's going on in Israel, Palestine. And I have been to Palestine many times. I've been into Bethlehem and met dozens and dozens of Christians who live there that are quite frustrated that they are in the middle of this battle as Christians. And uh, the reason Fouad has a lot of solid information is because he was growing up in the Israeli-Arab conflict. You know, Fouad, you had so much hate in your heart towards what was happening around you, the violence, the suffering, the the murder, the everything. Um, tell us briefly about your experience, yes. and then let's go into your take on what's going on right now. Um, look, guys, I'm a musician. I'm not a politician, but I have fans that live in Palestine. I have fans that live in Israel and uh, Muslim brothers who are all over the world that are listening to my music. And I just want to say how much I, I love all of you. We are generalizing. And so mm -hmm. I just w wanted to get uh, Fouad. Uh, yeah, share us briefly what, what yes. happened to you. Yeah, I grew up in the Middle East. Uh, I mean, I was 12 years old when the war started in the civil war where we had Palestinians kill Lebanese, Lebanese kill Palestinians, Israelis kill Lebanese, Lebanese killing Israelis, fighting on the borders. Uh, growing up with this hate in my heart, and then my best friend Walid gets killed by the Palestinians uh, when he was 18 years old, and that kind of shook me to the core. And I remember asking questions about faith, about religion, about how can religions allow murder, uh, massacres? How can you have a religion that says it's okay to have jihad? Like, what What is that? What is jihad? Well, killing in the name of the, of God, what is, who is this God? Who is this Allah? So they had these questions. And the same time, when you're in a culture where you see the jets bomb, you know, as a teenager, as a kid, you think these are enemies. And then you see somebody down the street, you know, doing, you know, drive-by shooting, grenades, car bombs. So growing up in that, uh, like you said, my heart is filled. And I, I write my testimony many times because my heart was filled with hate. And when you look at the Bible, the Bible says that violence comes because of hate. Mm. Even the Lord Jesus. And I know some of our listeners might not be believers in the Lord Jesus. And that's fine. You can read Jesus' words in the Bible. And he says, if you hate your neighbor, it's like killing them. Violence in the scripture, in the Bible, is a result of hate. And when you look at the human race, not even the Middle East right now, but take the human race way back. They hate each other, so we created these empires, whether the Romans, the Persian, the Greeks, the Ottomans, you know. Uh, so the, the empires came based on hating someone else, creating an empire by enslaving someone else. So growing up there in the Middle East, after Walid died, I had to, to discuss with myself, is violence the only way to solve problems? Is violence... The one uh, will end all other violence. And uh, many times you will say, well, you can create peace through violence. That's not true. Violence begets violence. An eye for an eye many times becomes an eye for two eyes. Mm -hmm. So the Lebanon started the war in 1975. Some of you listeners were not even born in 1975. 
Right now, we, our country, a small country, three to four million people, is in shambles. Nothing is working. We are devastated. All because we killed each other based on hate. Hating because of ethnic, because of religion. Right now, we're seeing a new wave of violence. The 21st century is not even the century of education or justice or even peace. It's the, the, the century of bloodshed because it's based on hate. The terrorists who jumped in the, from the fence, the first thing they did, they attacked civilians, people who don't even have weapons, and hurt the kids and the families and massacres. And now the numbers keep adding up. The flip side, there are people sitting in shelters and buildings where the bombs are falling, and they cannot do anything about it. They cannot leave. They cannot stop the leadership of Hamas. They cannot stop the rockets. So there's such a humanitarian crisis on both sides, whether they're in the citizens of Israel or living in Gaza, they're in the crossfire. Now, for me, and, and Paul, thanks for bringing the conversation to the core problem. Most people today, whether on social media, whether in the news, they're talking about the symptom. Oh, he did this, she did this, they bombed first, no, we bombed first. And the struggle with that is the core is hate. Do you love your neighbor as yourself? That's a question that Jesus responded to. Do you love your neighbor as yourself? Our Savior also said something very powerful that no one wants to address today. The Messiah Jesus says, do unto others what you want them to do unto you. So if you bomb someone, they're going to bomb back. When you terrorize someone, they're going to terrorize back. And the idea is we, we're stuck with who started first. And Christ in the story of the Good Samaritan tells a beautiful way that it's not who started first, it's who can end first. Mm -hmm. It's the one who can build the bridge first. It's the one who can forgive first. And I want to bring this down to even couples. Married couples will have a fight. How do you solve the problem? By proving somebody's wrong? No, the only way to, to solve the problem is someone has to forgive. Someone has to start. And you and I are talking a message nobody wants to hear. And even some people tell me, you're crazy. What do you mean to love my enemies? One guy said to me, it's not even uh, uh, logical. I said, what do you mean? He goes, it's not logical to love my enemy. It's logical to kill them. And I'm like, no, my friend, you kill them. They kill you. You never finish the vicious circle. So Christ answered the human crisis question 2,000 years ago by saying, love your neighbor as yourself. Love your enemies. Forgive those who persecute you. Do not repay evil with evil, but repay evil with good. And the struggle today is we still we still think education will help. Okay, nice, but doesn't solve the problem of the heart. Money. Somebody told me, oh, if they have jobs, they won't hate each other. That's not true. Economics proves nothing. People can be sinners and hateful whether they have a million dollars in the bank or one dollar. So hate is the issue. Sin is the problem. Somebody told me, well, once, once one, area, one uh, uh, person kills the other and finishes, uh, he said to me this, he said, uh, uh, you can have peace through the war that ends all war. Mm -hmm. I said to him, it was tried before called World War I, right. and we didn't stop the wars. Mm -hmm. So uh, the question today is, what's happening in the Holy Land? At the core of it, they do not trust each other. They do not like each other. They don't love each other. And on top of that, there's hate. And the struggle for us today 
is five days ago, there was a massive terrorist attack by a, by a group that's you know, whatever you want to call it, terrorists, militants. They call themselves jihadi. They say we are jihadis. We are jihadis, and this is what they did with that uh, strike on civilians, on people in a music concert. It it uh, heightened this military machine, and now we're seeing Gaza under bombardment. Um, I was talking on the phone with my family in Lebanon. There's now talk about maybe the war expanding to the south of Lebanon. And so the issue today is that spark of terrorist attack is is being, um, has a ramifications to the whole area. For me, well, this is what happened to me, Paul, and I shared with you this before, and I write it in every book I write. I always tell the story because it changed the way I view life. I went to my room after this. And I was reading what Jesus says, love your enemies. And I knelt by my bed, just knelt by my bed, and I prayed one simple prayer. I said, God, forgive me that I hate Israelis and I hate Palestinians. Forgive me that I hate people because they look different, they believe different. You come to my life, change my life. I want to follow you, Jesus, to the day I die. The more there is hate in this country, I want to be a soldier of love. And Paul, God changed my heart. God changed my eyes, my mind. I started looking at my neighbors, whether they're Persian, Iranians, or, or Palestinians, or Lebanese, or whatever they are. I started praying for them. I started praying for Israelis, and Palestinians, and the Syrians, and everybody. Because now you don't see people by race. You don't see them by their ethnic group. You see them as God's creation. And you and I, if we claim to follow Jesus, the Messiah, the, the, the Prince of Peace, we are peacemakers. We pray for peace. We pray for all people. And people will say to me, oh, do you have to take sides? No, I don't have to take sides. Mm. I am taking one side. There should be help for those innocent people, and they should catch those perpetrators. And we need to have peace in the area, absolutely. But you cannot say God loves one person more than the other. God loves all people. And Jesus says, come to me, come to me, and I will never cast you out. I want to share one more verse, and please feel free to ask any questions. But one verse, John chapter 10, verse 10. It starts by saying, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Hmm. This is exactly what happened almost six days ago, five days ago. They stole, they killed, they massacred. But Jesus says the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that they might have life and have it life abundant. For me, be honest with you, Paul, if I did not come to follow Christ, my life would have went another direction. I would not probably be alive now. But because of that decision to follow Jesus, to be a person of peace, to be a person who serves others, who loves every people group, whether they're Jewish background, Muslim background, Shia background, Hindu background, that changed the trajectory of my life. I don't see people anymore by what their background is, but rather as God created them. And they need to hear that Christ has come, that they might have life and have it more abundant. So let me ask you, Fouad, I know a lot of people are probably thinking to themselves, you know, this is amazing that you can have the strength to kneel beside your bed 
and begin applying what Jesus was teaching, which is love your enemies. You took that to mean I need to focus my mind and my heart on doing this, which is exercising your mental will to say, I'm going to pray for the people that have killed my, my best friends, people all around me. But the question I then have, because you're liberated in your mind, obviously, when you accept Jesus Christ as Lord of, of who you are and you have him come in you and clean house, like he went into the temple and clean house, there is a major liberation when you get rid of everything that is keeping you from Christ. And I've felt this tremendously over the last several years that Jesus does liberate your mind, your heart, and is in the process of of redeeming you uh, in preparation for mm-hmm. uh, the, the eternal life. But the question is, you're living in Palestine or you're living in Israel and you have all of this violence coming to your yes. to your foots footsteps yes. to oh. your porch to your yes. door what i mean you were in that situation how do you protect yourself do you uh, defend your family do you take up arms what is it that you do as a christian through your lens, your theology, your understanding, what are we to do, uh, say, here in the United States, if this comes to our doors? Because you've seen this. No, absolutely. I'm going to respond in two parts. The first part, there's an old song you have in America called The Man in the Mirror. I think Mm -hmm. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Uh, The the first thing, when you look at the Bible, Jesus tells a story of a boy, young boy, the prodigal son, we call it. It's basically two sons. And the younger one asked for his money. But there's a verse. Sometimes we read the Bible too fast. My professor, Dr. Kenneth Bailey, used to say, don't read the Bible too fast. It says, and the boy came back to himself. Meaning he sat down and said, what am I doing among the pigs, eating the pigs' food? Even the text says that they did not give him because there was a famine. When I was in the middle of this, you have to think what's happening around you is going to continue happening because they are not changing the heart. Today, we still think if we tell people to love each other, then people will love each other. If we say, let's have justice, I, oh, it's going to happen because we said it. Right. No, you got to change the value system. So number one, I cannot do that. You cannot do that. So you have to come to yourself and then the power of prayer to God. See, the Christian faith is not a faith based on more rules. It's not based on more activities. Let's go to church. Let's go to the mosque. Let's do. No, no, no. Our faith is based on the relationship with the risen Savior. See, this shirt was hanging in a closet. It's dead. It's hanging. It cannot do anything. How did it come to my office? I wore it. I am alive. The shirt, the shirt is dead. The, what changed the directory, of, the trajectory of my life, what changed my view was not because I'm a nice guy, not because people around me helped me out. It's because I admitted that I need to repent. I cannot do this without God. And then Jesus in me gave me power to love. This is the difference. This is not because I made a decision. It's the power. So that's what we're saying. Now, the second part you asked is very important. What do we do if there's danger? Okay. Our job is to protect those who are weak. Absolutely. 
Jesus says, if you, uh, anyone who makes those uh, loved ones and young, he uses the Greek term, which means children, if they are to stumble, we, our job is to protect the children. Our job is to protect the families. So absolutely, if somebody wants to hurt, yes, you have to defend yourself. Absolutely. You have, uh, uh, you know, and uh, sorry, I mean, as an Arab, what's so disgraceful about last weekend is the jihadis attacked women. Yeah, like what? Like, how is that any, it's weak. any powerful? You attacked children. It's weak. You, you know, like what? You know, you didn't even go after somebody who's ready for you. So it's it's a disgrace. I mean, even as an Arab culture, you know, you usually you know, the man fights the man. You don't you go fight someone. So there's a, such a disgrace today. And the sad part, the ones who are paying the price, is these civilians on both parts who are under the bombs and the the, the, the cannons and the rockets. So for me, what I'm challenging the believers: if you're a follower of Christ, say, Lord, give me wisdom, change my heart, and give me strength to defend the weak. If you're not a follower of Christ, let me invite you. Read the Bible. It's available. It's available to download. If you have never read the words of Jesus, look at the uh, good news according to John, where John chapter uh, 10, uh, our Messiah, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd because I lay my life to defend the sheep. And so this is the faith we have. Our faith is not a faith of a Sunday morning activity. Although, you know, I love America, but we make it like a Sunday. It's not an activity. It's a relationship with a God who's alive, who can change us. Let me ask you, Fouad, too. Uh, for our Muslim friends, that I have so many that are listening to my music. Can you, in the Arabic language, share your knowledge of how Jesus changed you from hate to acceptance to love and for those that speak english uh you know you won't understand this but for those that speak arabic you will so what i want to give you the platform to speak in the native tongue to palestinians to anybody who understands this language okay shukran habibi thank you paul akhi muslim ukhti muslimat salam المسيح معكم الآية لكم اليوم في هذا اليوم سيد المسيح بيقول السارق لا يأتي إلا ليصرف ويذبح ويهلك وأما أنا فقد أتيت لتكون لكم حياة وتكون حياة أفضل الرب بحب جميع الناس الكتاب مؤدس واضح جدا جدا أن المشكلة في العالم هي الخطية والخطية تظهر في القتل والذبح والكراهية وانا كان عندي هذا الكره ولكن الرب خلصني دخلت غرفتي وقلت له يا رب اغفر خطاياي اجعلني انسانا جديدا شكرا انه ارسلت سيد المسيح يكون ذبيحه الاضحى الاعظم لجميع الناس وغيرني واعطيني حياه جديده والرب غير قلبي وفكري وصرت اصلي لجميع الناس من كل الملل من كل الخلفيه من كل الاديان وانت وانت قادر هلا خذي هالقرار كلم مع الرب الصلاه هي محادثه مع الله قول يا رب أنت غير قلبي وغير نفسي ونحن صلاتنا أنه يأتي السلام السلام الحقيقي مش بس على بلاد الدول العربية بس على البلاد القدس وعلى البلاد اللي هي أرض شريفة وصلاتنا معكم So I, what I said for those who don't stand I shared so quickly but I said our prayer today is that people come to God and to let them change their mind through the power of Jesus Christ who rose from the dead 
And then we are praying. We're praying for God to bring true peace to all lands, especially the lands we love, the holy lands, yeah, where, where the prophets walked and the, and the messengers walked and then the Messiah Jesus walked. So we are praying for peace. And, and you know, when Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers, uh, I was talking to my, one of our team leaders here. I said, when our Savior said, love your enemies as yourself, blessed are the peacemakers, it was under one of the worst times in history where the Romans were crucifying people from every ethnic group, from every religion. So it was not nice what he was saying. You know, nobody, nobody probably uh, liked what Christ was saying to love your neighbor and even love your enemies. But this is the power of the gospel. Uh, a Kurdish uh, a Muslim background Christian put this on their Facebook. They said, be different, be different. Love your enemies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so powerful. And uh, we live in such an, an interesting time. There's been wars since Cain first killed Abel. And I've tried to explain that this, this ongoing fight, you know, began with the sons of Abraham taking uh believing that the land is theirs and it you know this is four thousand years ago the sons of ishmael and the sons of isaac and we continue to see this conflict and you know it was a blessing for me to be able to go to jordan and spend time with oh, a, a lot of bedouins and be in the heart of those places but one thing for that you know that is so powerful is that that Jordan River is the border right now between Jordan and Israel and pa Palestine. And the Son of God, Jesus, who is the Messiah, he is the Messiah. When he was alive and he went to get baptized by John, his cousin, he did not choose to do it on the Israeli side. He did not choose it to do, which is, would become the Palestinian side. He did not do it where it was going to be the Jordan side. Jesus was baptized in the middle. The middle. <laughs> just, just up north. No, pre, man, like a, so powerful. Less than a mile from the Dead Sea. Because when you are baptized in Jesus' name, your sins it's symbolically wash away to a dead sea what grows in a dead sea nothing jesus the son of god the messiah is in the middle trying to bridge and bring us together and what i'm so grateful for your ministry the 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 crescent project and i want everyone to go to fraud masari's website it's fraudmasari.com because he has like one of my favorite books, Sharing Jesus with Muslims. How to share Jesus with Muslims? Because you can't just, as a foreigner, go in and start telling them that Jesus is the Messiah. You have to understand the culture. I spent time when I was there in Jordan, Fuad. I read the Quran. I decided for yes. me to have any... Uh, I can't say anything unless I have read this Quran. Same yep. thing with the Torah. I needed yep. to read the Torah. Now, of course, a lot of the Torah is are the five books of Moses, but there's a different way of translating it. But I chose to read the Quran. It read like Lamentations to me. Yep. And um, there's they make some valid points in there that the Christians... And, and 
And, and we challenge believers and people from all the religion, read the Torah of Moses, the Psalms of David, the Angel of Jesus and the Quran of Muhammad. Why not read them all? I mean, I was I was at a coffee shop, Yemeni owner, beautiful. The, you know, Yemenis make good coffee. You know, and uh, I was sitting there, and the yeah. and the owner, what a nice man. We sat down, and he was so excited to know that we are asking people to read all whole, all uh, holy books. Yeah. So he asked me for an Angel, and I gave him an Angel, and yeah. he's reading the Angel because he had never had the opportunity to read. I said to him, most people know that the Messiah was born of the Virgin Mary, but they don't know what he taught. I mean, we we think we know, but when you read words like, you know, love your neighbor, love your enemies, uh, Jesus says, do unto others what you want to do unto you. Wow. I mean, just think that concept alone would change the human experience. But rather, we yeah. still walk uh, today, you know, maybe if we vote this way, maybe if we get more weapons, maybe nuclear heads will help. My friends, hate will beget hate and violence will beget violence. And uh, the, if you want to put, you know, another website, there's a website called withmuslims.com. Okay. Uh, people can join us to pray with us at uh, uh, crescentproject.org. But okay. uh, thanks, Paul, for doing this. Uh, I would appreciate if um, we can pray that God will give peace today. We don't know how this will happen. Right. Everybody is, uh, in English, you say saber rattling. You know, uh, you know everybody's uh, carrying the swords. And uh, today, this is people don't need more death. We have seen it no. for 23 years. Uh, since September 11, more wars. We need to pray for peace. Especially there are other areas now experiencing uh, uh, earthquakes, floods, and there's another humanitarian crisis other than war. Yeah. Fwad, in closing, would you do us a big favor in your native tongue, in Arabic, will you pray for some type of resolve, peace, that the gospel message of Jesus, which is to love your enemy, which takes effort because you need to get on your knees and you need to begin. And this applies to all of us. There's a division in the United States. We have so much hate in our hearts yep. for politicians, for yep. people that have done us wrong. So if you yep. would, in the Arabic language, close us out by praying for the Savior to heal and for people to come and accept and to believe in this higher law of of changing our ways by loving those that, that want to destroy us. I mean, I mean, okay. Prayer is a conversation with God. We can pray anytime, anywhere. الأراضي المقدسة إن كانوا فلسطينيين أو إسرائيليين يا رب نصلي مشان جميع الطوائف إن كانوا سنة وشيعة أو يهود ودروز أو مسيحيين يا رب نصلي إنك أنت ترسل محبتك وترسل روح قدوس وأهدي الناس للخير يا رب نصلي مشان الهدى يا رب إنه يجي هدى بقلوب الناس للخير وللسلام يا رب نصلي من أجل سلام حقيقي مش بس حق سلام بالحرب ووقف النزف ولكن نصلي سلام في القلب ويكون سلام دائم يا رب نشرك لأنه أنت بعد سيدنا إسماء المسيح تكون رئيس السلام ونصلي يا رب أنه نتبع تعاليمه ونتبع ونقبل ونخلص شخصي باسم المسيح نصلي آمين آمين
where are you going right now? Where are you get taken off to? I'm going to be in Washington, D.C. We're doing a gathering for some believers to talk on how to build bridges. A lot of people want to build walls, and we want to build bridges between Muslims and Christians. Beautiful. All right, my brother, we will Thank you. talk and see you soon. Thank you. Great to Not only is Paul a podcast host, but has gifted the world with award-winning music that's brought comfort to millions of listeners in more than 160 nations. His latest album, Return Home, is an introspective listening experience. Each song, carefully crafted, takes listeners on a cinematic journey to the lands of his ancestors. In all, Return Home features 13 songs, from his original piano pieces, Shropshire Hills, Immigrant Ships, The Shores of Normandy, Red Poppy Fields, Fathers and Daughters, Eliza's Theme, to arrangements of popular hymns, I Believe in Christ and Love One Another. Whether you just need to relax, study, meditate, pray, or for some other healthy reason, Paul's music helps create an atmosphere of peace wherever you are. Add Paul Cardall's album Return Home to your favorite platform, whether it's iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, Pandora, or some other. For the sheet music and more information, visit www.paulcardall.com.